In local news, Mayor Eric Adams' plan to switch all public sector retirees to privatized health care was dealt a blow last week. Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Lyle Frank, who issued a temporary restraining order, prevented the city from moving the city's 250,000 retirees to a Medicare Advantage plan managed by Aetna Insurance. The transfer was supposed to happen on September 1st. An attorney for the retirees is Jay Gardner of the firm Walden, Mockton, Haran. Two years ago, the city tried to force retirees onto a different Medicare Advantage plan by making them pay an exorbitant amount um, for their existing Medicare supplemental insurance. Uh, we brought a lawsuit in the fall of 2021. Uh, we won. Uh, then the city appealed. We won on appeal. And the city um, then, as a result of losing uh, that first trial, tried to convince the city council to amend a, the, the local law, City Administrative Code Section 12126, which governs uh, retiree health care. The city council refused to amend the law to allow the city to force retirees into a Medicare Advantage plan. Um, and rather than accept that legislative defeat and uh, refusing to accept their litigation defeat, the city uh, took a more extreme measure uh, rather than just charging retirees for their existing Medicare supplemental insurance, uh, which the courts and the city council uh, said could not be done, the city <clears throat> decided uh, to take away the option of Medicare plus supplemental insurance for all of these elderly and disabled retirees uh, so that they would have no other choice but to enroll in the city's Medicare Advantage plan. Um, we brought a lawsuit in May saying that that was unlawful. Um, the court, again, agreed with us, uh, at least at the preliminary injunction stage. We filed a motion for a preliminary injunction asking the court to halt uh, the implementation of the city's plan, and that's what the court did. And the court uh, recognized uh, that, that we are likely to succeed on uh, several of our claims and that we showed what's called irreparable harm, meaning that if uh, the city were allowed to proceed with the implementation of this Aetna Medicare Advantage plan, Countless retirees would be harmed in ways um, that could not be remedied after the fact through a, a damages award. So the court, um, like if you died, <laughs> exactly. Anything, anything uh, affecting your health is a quintessential form of irreparable harm. And since we're dealing with a very vulnerable population of elderly and disabled uh, individuals, any threat to their health care and and this Aetna Medicare Advantage plan poses a serious threat to, to their health, uh, would pose a, um, a risk of irreparable harm. So the court uh, found that given the irreparable harm and given our likelihood of success on the merits, uh, that a preliminary injunction was warranted here. And what is a preliminary injunction? So a preliminary injunction just says that um, the court is going to stop the defendant from taking action that it was planning on taking um, before a final resolution of the case. So there are some circumstances uh, where people just can't wait till the end of the case to get some relief. And here, um, the circumstances are that uh, the health and safety and well-being of many elderly and disabled individuals would be imperiled if the city were allowed to force them into this new Medicare Advantage plan. Uh, so the court stopped that. <clears throat> um, so a preliminary injunction is basically relief right off the bat, right in the beginning of a case. Um, 
you have to show three things. You have to show that you're likely to succeed in the case. In other words, that you're likely to win. Um, also, you have to show that there will be irreparable harm, meaning harm that you can't compensate uh, in uh, money damages award after the fact. And then the third requirement is that the balance of the equities weighs in your favor, meaning that weighing the interests of the plaintiffs and the defendants, uh, that the interests of the plaintiffs outweigh the interests of the defendants. And here, the court found all three of those elements were satisfied. So what's next? Is there like a larger case now that moves forward? It depends on uh, what the city chooses to do. The city can appeal this preliminary injunction order right now. It doesn't have to wait until the end of the case uh, to file an appeal. And in fact, the, the city has uh, done that in a previous case uh, that we brought against it. Um, I, the city has not yet filed a notice of appeal, so I don't know if they're going to appeal right away. Uh, the other option is that um, we, um, we agree on a procedure um, to bring this case to a final resolution and there are a few ways of, of doing that, um, in which case then the court would decide whether we have prevailed on one or more of our claims. Uh, and then after that, assuming that the court finds in the petitioners in, in the retirees' favor, uh, the city can then appeal. I see. So uh, at least people are protected for now, but this could go winding its way through the courts for years to come. Yeah, this is not... Um, the end of this case, but it is a huge victory, uh, and it gives retirees peace of mind that they can continue to receive uh, the health care that they desperately need and to which they're entitled. Now, this is current retirees. If folks who retire from some point forward don't have this protection. They're being put onto advantage. Is that correct? This, this applies to anyone who would be automatically enrolled in Medicare Advantage plans. So this stops implement the city's implementation of this Aetna Medicare Advantage plan completely. I see. And then what is the plan that they're trying to replace, the city is trying to replace? What is the normal plan that people have had for obviously many years? So retirees have always had um, a menu of options. I think it's currently around a dozen options. But the one that the vast majority of retirees have enrolled in is a, a Medicare which covers 80% of health care costs, plus a supplemental plan, a Medicare supplemental plan, which covers the other 20%. And that uh, specific plan that most people uh, have enrolled in is called Senior Care, and that's offered by the nonprofit insurance company Emblem Health. I see. And so why is the city, uh, it seems like a sweet deal. It's been working for a long time. And I've, I've heard the mayor talk. He's angry about this. He wants to, he says the city can't afford it. He says that the, the days of picking your own doctor are, are over for everybody. And, um, you know, all we need to do for you is the basics for the money you're paying. So I disagree that the city can't afford it. Uh, the city is sitting on, I think, a historic budget surplus right now. But at the end of the day, it, what matters is what retirees are legally entitled to. And they are entitled to what they uh, have received for the past 57 years and what they were promised, both by statute and in verbal and written communications. And that is Medicare plus Medicare supplemental insurance paid for by the city. Um, and if the city uh, wanted to alter its legal obligations, um, it, it would have to amend 
the relevant statutes, um, and uh, it could only do so in terms of uh, changing what it provides to retirees who are not promised and who do not rely on those promises uh, of Medicare plus supplemental insurance. I see. And who does get uh, Medicaid Advantage? I mean, I'm getting it. I know that. And I got it through the... I never, I was basically never sick a day in my life. So I took whatever, you know, the cheapest thing, the free thing they gave me just so I wouldn't have to pay a fine on my taxes during the Obama administration. And now I get this card. I'm part of Medicaid Advantage. And uh, I don't mind it that much, but it is a bit, you know, they seem to be in and out. You know, they don't really spend a lot of time on me very much and don't really care what I think about it. What is, who yeah, normally pretty, gets it? Who normally gets it? So Medicare Advantage, I think, is fine if you don't have, if you're not if you're not going to get sick and if you don't have to see the doctor. Um, but a number of people, a lot of people, uh, are on Medicare Advantage. Um, one of the advantages of Medicare Advantage is the fact that it is generally cheaper because the federal government pays for it. But that is largely irrelevant to New York City retirees. They were promised by statute uh, and by the city in verbal and written communications that the city would pay for their insurance. So the, the fact that Medicare Advantage is cheaper uh, doesn't, you know, isn't an incentive for these retirees since um, they were promised city-funded health insurance and specifically city-funded Medicare plus supplemental insurance. Right, so that, that's what you're dealing with as far as, uh, you know, I can't help it. We're just wrapping up here, but I, I just think of, you know, they're having problems in England right now, but England was the first country ever in history to provide any sort of medical care for its citizens. You have so many kind of, I've been to Mexico and they give you free coverage. It was tourists. If you sprain your leg or get sick in Mexico, they cover you for nothing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the way we, um, uh, we provide health care, medical care in this country uh, is, has a number of problems with it. I'm not trying to solve all those problems in this lawsuit. I'm just trying to ensure that retirees get the medical care that they were promised, that they're statutorily entitled to, and that they desperately need. Very good. And uh, anything you'd like to add? Um, no, I, I appreciate you having me on. Um, and I think this is obviously a really important subject for, for people to, um, to learn about. Right. Well, it seems that the, if they could do this, they could, there's a lot of things where the the, the, you know, I, I run into this all the time. I mean, people don't follow the rules. I mean, you have bylaws and organizations, you have uh, rules, you have, you know, laws and, and can government officials just, you know, ignore them and laugh in your face if you don't have a lawyer like you to back them up? You know, <laughs> you know, that's yeah, I run I, into that a lot. Yeah, I mean, the governments, the, the city needs to be held accountable. They have to follow the law. Uh, they have to honor their promises, and and not only is it unlawful for them to to violate their legal obligations, but it also uh, is just counterproductive. Uh, if if you know potential prospective city employees know that the city can just um, uh, refuse to honor its statutory and other promises at its will, who whoever is going to um, believe the city and take the city at its word? It's 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 going to be hard to attract competent, quality employees to, to civil service if they can't trust the promises that are being made to them, especially about something so important, uh, as important as health care. City retirees are currently covered by Medicare Insurance, a public program in place for 57 years. Under the Aetna plan, the company would have final say on any health care procedure. From New York City, I'm Paul Durienzo.